Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The UK government has ruled that uh, the UK cannot leave the European Union. There will be no Brexit without a vote in the UK Parliament. That's not good news for the British Prime Minister, not good news for those who supported Brexit. What does this mean for business and for the citizens of the UK? Well, let's get into that. Joining us is Ian Lee from the Sprott School of Business at Carleton University in Ottawa. Good morning, Ian. How are you doing today? Good morning, Bill. I'm doing just fine. The uh, the decision from the uh, the Supreme Court, the High Court in, in the UK about this is not really a surprise, is it? Um, it is a surprise in the sense that historically, and when I say historically, I mean going back hundreds of years, the High Court uh, granted very, very wide latitude to the executive, which means the Prime Minister and the Cabinet. However, I think over the past 10, 20, 30 years, what we're seeing, and I'm certainly not a lawyer, but I mean, I can see the decisions coming out and that others do too. And the court in, in the UK has becoming more like a Canadian or an American court. That is to say, they've become more activist and willing to intervene uh, and overturn decisions of government. And so in this instance, Prime Minister May said, look, we, the executive, the cabinet have the make that decision. It's not a decision for Parliament. And a disgruntled citizen of the UK went to court, and the court ruled, "No, I'm sorry, Prime Minister May, you must seek the uh, you have to get a vote in Parliament." And why that's problematic is is that as the vote showed with a very narrow split, I think it was 52-48, there's a very large number of members of Parliament who do not support the decision to exit. So there's going to be a brouhaha and a battle royale over the bill that will now need to be introduced in the uh, Parliament at Westminster in order to obtain the requisite approval to proceed to Brexit. But there's going to be a lot of people in the House of Commons who are going to be fighting this who don't even agree with the decision. So it's going to get, it's created more uncertainty is what this decision did today. There's a, an interesting parallel between uh, the, the somewhat controversial U.S. election from last November, too, Ian, because, uh, the, you know, the, the results of the vote that uh, got Donald Trump into the White House, it was, region, it was regional. It was really where those votes were. And this is very similar to what's gone on with the Brexit vote in the U.K. Uh, it's a regional vote. There are some sections of the U.K. that, quite frankly, were supportive of staying in yeah. the E.U., and they're going to yeah. take advantage of this, I would think. I I I completely agree. Uh, I completely agree. And there could be a good old-fashioned crass horse trading. Uh, let's say you're an MP from a certain district, and you strongly support uh, 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 staying in uh, the, uh, the 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 European Union. But you know that Elizabeth and uh, Prime Minister May is going to have her way, and and you know your constituents don't agree with her in your riding. So you're, I think, as an MP, going to go to the government, to Prime Minister May's government, and say, now look here, uh, Prime Minister May, we don't agree with you, but if you want us to support this bill, how much money are you going to spend in my constituency for my people? We need some new stimulus in our riding. We need some new offices in our riding. And so I think they're going to be held up to ransom, so to speak. I don't mean personal bribery. I mean where the MP demands that government spending increases in that riding, in order for him to support the bill, so she to expedite it through the House of Commons. Otherwise, they can drag it out and drag it out for a very long time, creating even more uncertainty. I mean, I'm, I've heard some of the comments from some of the MPs uh, from different parts of, uh, of the UK and so far, Ian, after this announcement was made earlier today. 
and and they're saying all the right things like, well, we're not really going to hold the, you know, we're not going to cancel the, the vote. You know, we wouldn't right. dare do that. Uh, but you know that that's in the back of their minds. That's that's possible if, if in fact, yeah. they decide to play hardball with this. I mean, you know, places, yeah. Scotland was talking about a referendum, and now they're going to seize yeah. this. Ireland, of course, uh, voted to stay in the EU. And and so did most of, of England, for that matter, except for yeah. the major uh, urban area, i.e. London. That's right. Uh, and indeed, I think what these people are doing is not that they're just trying to be difficult. Uh, they're counting on or gambling on or speculating on that they can move public opinion by showing all of the people against it, showing all the negative consequences of it. I think what they're trying to do is a gigantic public relations campaign for the hearts and minds of voters in the U.K. And I think what they're trying to do is swing public opinion. I'm not talking another referendum. But let's say some polls come out, which is not far-fetched, in three months or four months, and they show that public opinion now is uh, decisively against action. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.